Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of Down to Earth. It's the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today on our show, we're going to talk about the QAnon conspiracy theory. This is just some crazy stuff that is just happening in America. Like, seriously, like these people have become mainstream that they have now uh, grabbed our consciousness. So many of us are walking around and wondering just how susceptible are we to conspiracy theories. I mean, for many years now, we've all known that, especially with the building of the Internet and the proliferation of online portals that support all kinds of ridiculous belief systems, we know that there were chances that stuff like this would happen. But what we never factored in was that there would actually be people who would be elected to political office, supported by prominent political leaders who would actually support this. So we're going to dive into this this morning and look at the ramifications for the two-party political system that has been the mainstay of the American democratic system. We're going to examine this, and we're going to, if you feel like calling in, please feel free to do so. It's 516, I don't even know my calling number, to be honest with you. It's 516-387-1463. Call in or share your views on YouTube while we're live and show us what's going on, because this is just really ridiculous. I mean, just watching it and listening to it. I mean, so many things have happened since January 6th. It's it's almost like we're in a civil war. We talked about that last week on this show, that are we in a civil war? We're at a crossroads. We're at a crossroads to choose what kind of America do we want. Do we want an America that is inclusive, or do we want to try to climb back into time and go back 200 years? That seems to be the prevailing ideology of most white Americans who are, uh, who are poor and white Americans who are not rich. Let's just say white Americans who are not rich seem to prefer the idea of going back in time. White Americans who are rich, they don't give a care one way or another because it really isn't affecting them. It's just politicians who want votes from not rich white Americans who are promoting this idea of racism because at the very top of it, People are what? People. Money is green. Money is neither black nor white. Money is green. So there are black people, rich black people, who support the Republican Party. And Republican politicians are okay with that. They're very okay with that. And they know that. But if they can convince, just like Lyndon Johnson said all those years ago, that if you can convince a white person that the best black man that he's better than the best black man, then you have won his vote. And that's what the Republican Party continues to perpetuate. They continue to perpetuate the idea. I have my Spotify in the background. Can you see it? Yeah? So you can follow me on Spotify, too, and on YouTube. And you can also follow me on Apple Podcasts. Come on now. Right? You know I'm speaking the truth. You know that I'm telling the truth. I'm not hiding behind a mirage. I am who I am. I'm Harriet Kamek. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I run a nonprofit. That's who I am. I'm straight up. It is as plain as you can get. It's as down to earth as you can get. But the fact of the matter is that we're at a crossroads. We have to decide at this juncture who we are going to be. This is not China. This is not uh, Russia. This is America. Are we going to continue to be America? 
Or are we going to devolve into something else just because some idiot came up with a conspiracy idea and it was supported by a desperate man who wanted to hold on to power? So you're going to ask, so what is QAnon? Well, it's the most stupid thing I've ever read. QAnon is at its base, is that it's an idea in a deep state. Don't ask me what is a deep state because my daughter described it best as it's their idea of critical thinking. It's people who have nothing else to do. These are even people who have had a college degree from what I understand. Some of these people who believe in this, they're trying to extrapolate an idea out of nothing, trying to find reason in something that has no reason. So it's this deep state idea that the government, that all levers of the government, all levers of the government, are run by child sex traffickers and pedophiles. And this is you and I sitting there looking like, seriously? You didn't realize when Trump was in power that that's what that was? Donald Trump was the guy who was accused of having sex with a 12-year-old. Now, you can accuse all the other guys, but at least nobody came forward and said they were having sex with children, except for Bill Clinton. So you're like, that's a conspiracy? That the government is being run by child sex traffickers? Who was friends with Jeffrey Epstein? Wasn't it Donald Trump, y'all? Are you really serious? So when you look at this, you have to ask yourself the question, you really sat there and believe that? Yes, they did. These are the same people, by the way, who voted in people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes, in Georgia. You all look very stupid right now. Think about it. I knew this was going to happen. Did I not warn you all? Did I not tell you all that you're going to regret voting for Donald Trump and every other crackpot whom you voted for. Because in retrospect, you're looking like, I can't believe I fell for that. You voted in an idea that does not happen, that does not exist. It's like Antifa. Antifa stands for anti-fascist. There's no such thing. Who is more fascist than Donald Trump? He wanted a dictatorship. Have you ever seen the Democrats do anything about running a dictatorship? Come on now, put sense where common sense needs to be and stop hiding behind these clouded theories that don't exist. So Marjorie Taylor Greene is someone whom Donald Trump supported, remember? During the election, she had these far-right ideas. He went and campaigned for her and told people she's a very nice girl, vote for her. And you all fell for it. You all folks down in Georgia fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Voted this woman in. She believes that 9-11 didn't happen. Old enough to have lived through 9-11. She was not six years old when 9-11 happened. My daughter, my oldest daughter, was 10 or 8 years old when 9-11 happened. She remembers it clearly because we had to go pick her up from school. This woman, Marjorie Taylor Greene, is saying 9-11 did not happen, y'all. I kid you not. She also says that school shootings did not happen. She made fun of one of the kids from Marjorie Taylor Douglas's school in South Florida who was killed, who was shot at. He was, he survived. She mocked him and made fun of him. She said that school shootings did not happen. She also says that Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi should be hanged. That's, that's how deep this stupid idea is. I am surprised that she has not been hung for conspiracy to commit murder or tried for conspiracy to commit murder or held accountable for those belief systems because 
those were the same belief systems that promoted the idea that Donald Trump incited a riot and sent people storming the Capitol on January 6th. That's how dangerous these conspiracy theories are. People literally got worked up into a frenzy and believed that Donald Trump is the deliverer who is going to save the country from Satanists, who is going to save the country from child sex trafficking. And no Donald Trump, and no Donald is laughing his head off. He's like, are you believing these coons? He actually is laughing at you all. He took your money and ran back to his mansion in Florida. While some of you don't have money, you don't have a job, you're losing your mortgage, you're losing your business, Donald Trump is still sitting good, he's still a millionaire. But you believed in this stupid idea, and he convinced you, because he's charismatic. Barack Obama is charismatic, Joe Biden is charismatic. Even Mitch McConnell must have some charisma while people in Kentucky reform. I don't understand. But the very idea, to me, the very idea that someone can disclaim that 9-11 didn't happen is anathema to everything that I believe. I simply cannot get past that part. And the people who listen to this idea are old enough to remember what happened. At 9-11. You know, we had a guy running the government who kind of didn't really win the election either, George Bush. But when 9-11 happened, the perception that a foreign power had tried to hurt our country, we all rallied behind the president. He could do no wrong. The man literally won by a landslide the next election cycle. We believed every word that came out of his mouth. He was so there. We believed him. Because we saw the Pentagon being attacked. Marjorie Taylor Greene as a QAnon says that the, the Pentagon was never attacked. My God in heaven. So all the pictures, all the films that we were watching, all of us who watched 9-11 unfold on TV, she said that didn't happen. Planes did not fly into, into the towers in New York. And Donald Trump, the liar and seditionist that he is, who himself, at that time, his, his BFS, Rudy Giuliani, was the mayor of New York. Donald Trump went on site to visit the 9-11 Tower had come down. He went there and watched the World Trade Center. He was there, you all. And he went and saw this. And here he is 20 years later, agreeing with some crackpot that it didn't happen. Are you seeing how desperate people can be for power? Donald Trump, who says he's a wartime president and wants to show pictures of him being at night in, being on, on site at the World Trade Center towers that had come down. This same guy is promoting this idea, this crazy crackpot idea that 9-11 didn't happen. So what becomes of the, 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 the Republican Party? Where did the Republican Party go? How did they become so desperate that first of all, they show someone like Trump, and then secondly, they have so far left their base, they have now moved to the fringe elements, who are always there. There are fringe elements in every party. Don't get me wrong. Most of us stay to the center and are what we call moderate. We're not extreme. We're not for one extreme of this 
or extreme of that, we, we tend to just stay to the center, regardless of which party you have some affiliation with. But the Republican Party allowed this idea to radicalize their base. That I'm saying to the rest of you who are Republicans, I, I can't believe you're not clutching your pearls and your tweeds and your St. John jackets and looking at your Prada bags like, oh, my God, I can't believe this has taken over our party. How did this happen? Donald did it. When you were all schmoozing with Donald in the Beltway, when you were all schmoozing with him on Air Force One, Donald did it. You handed him power, and he did not want to lose said power. He didn't believe in a peaceful transfer of power. For the first time in our history, in a long, long time, over 150 years, we didn't have a peaceful transfer of power. Because a madman, a crackpot, who damaged the country, ran up the deficit to trillions. Same conservative Republicans that you are. Imagine that. And I'm asking this question because I just want to know where all this stuff is going to go because it looks like the QAnon people have taken over the Republican Party. As Marjorie Taylor Greene said a couple of days ago, she said that the Republican Party is now Donald Trump's party. First of all, she said the Republican Party didn't belong to anyone, but then she said in the end that it, it's Donald Trump's party. Crackpot, if ever there was one. And you look at how the Republicans did not vote to censure her, and you have to ask yourself... <laughs> Which crystal ball are they steering into? <laughs> One from 150 years ago, now that Jim Crow has ended, or what exactly is going on? I don't know. I need someone to tell me, because I'm looking at it, and I'm like, there is no hope for republicanism. That, that's gone. You realize that. Because the people who, are, who refer to themselves as republicans are typically people who are saying they're fiscally conservative. But they buy St. John jackets for $1,500 but won't agree to a minimum wage increase. Yeah, for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they will go buy a Patek Philippe watch for five grand but will not pay their employees five grand a month. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's Republicans for you. Hypocrisy is really the name of their game. So these same people... You know of a, a guy named Dick Cheney? You remember Dick Cheney, who was the vice president under George Bush? Well, his daughter is a senator from Wyoming. And uh, she voted to impeach Donald Trump. And the Republican Party of Wyoming censured her. And I'm like, you all did that to Dick Cheney's daughter? Where is Dick Cheney? Is he alive? Does he not speak anymore? And I'm looking at her like, girl, where's your power? Flex your power and throw some stuff out there. You're going to let them censure you? The party who crackpots? You know who caused all this to happen? You know why I'm smiling? Because years ago when we warned Mitch McConnell that this was going to happen, he didn't believe it. Mitch McConnell said that, remind, let's remember, he said what? He said that, let me bring it up for you, he said that he was going to make Barack Obama a one-term president. There was nothing about Barack's policies that you could say, Barack was actually what is considered moderate. He's not extreme in his ideas or anything. He's very moderate. You look at people like Bill Clinton, uh, Biden, and Barack, they tend to follow the same thing. They're very moderate in their beliefs. 
there's some parts of each, like I said, there's some parts of each party where you have people with extreme beliefs that this must be implemented and it must be done. But you have people like Biden and Bill Clinton and Barack who say, let's do it, let's try to find common ground or find middle ground. However, Mitch McConnell hated Barack Obama for the color of his skin. So he, on a racist agenda, this is how he's winning and this is how he lost control because God does not like ugly. He determined that Barack Obama, being a black man, was never going to be a successful president. Well, I don't know how you describe success because he did win two elections. And based on the popularity of his team, Joe Biden was his vice president for eight years. Joe Biden is kind of like the president now, voted in by the same people who voted Barack in. So I don't know what you call that, Mr. McConnell. You still win your seat in Kentucky, but the rest of us did not like how the country was going racist and trying to bring it back, like you want to haul it back to 150 years ago. It's not possible. The world is not the way it was 150 years ago. I don't know at which point you're all going to get that. I don't know what it's going to take for you to realize that. You embrace people whom you choose to like, and you disclaim people who are doing something positive, like the Obama administration did. I didn't agree with most things he did, but he was right on some of the basic fundamental things. I didn't think he was doing the right thing all the time, but he was right on the basic things. The funny thing is I tried to find the same common ground with Trump. I couldn't find any. Because just when I thought, okay, we have some polarity with what's going on at the border. I don't believe that we shouldn't have a border. I don't believe we should have a border where anyone can come in. Just recently a story emerged that they found some Romanian gypsies coming in the country. And I've always believed that other people have exploited the, uh, the, 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 the way to enter America through the southern border. I've always believed that. So I've always believed that we should secure it and we should make it so that it's less, uh, it's, it's not as easy to breach. But when Donald Trump, when Trump started wanting to put snakes and alligators in the, lake, in the, in the river and throw people in the river so snakes, and, he left me there. That must have been the only thing that I found some, I tried to find common ground with. The rest of it, I just couldn't go there. Everything for him was so extreme. He didn't run the country. He used the country, he used the federal, the, 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 he used the, the, the money in the country like it was his own personal account. So at any moment, we were going to be declared bankrupt, just like he has bankrupted everything. He's just spend, 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 spend. He started out last year with a billion dollars in his campaign account, and by August, he was broke. Where did the money go? They spent the money or took the money out of the country into their holdings overseas. That's Trump. For all I know, for all we know so far, he has taken all the money out of the country, and it has just disappeared. Where did all the vaccines go? Everything just disappeared. If you want conspiracy theories, that's really what you should be looking at. Not some crackpot idea that the government is being run by child sex traffickers when you elected one. 
he was accused of having sex with a 12-year-old girl with the same guy, Epstein, down in Florida. Remember that story was circulating and we all kind of just said impossible, crazy stuff. People come up with the weirdest stuff. Well, it turns out it wasn't a lie because that same guy was known for uh, trafficking young girls from Europe who were 16, and 16 is kind of like the age of consent. So you know when they say 16, they're really talking about people who are 12, 13, and 14. I kid you not. I kid you not. And these crazy people who are denying school shootings, like Parkland and Sandy Hook, these crazy people who deny that 9-11 happened and that the Pentagon was not attacked, are the same people who took it upon themselves to march into the Capitol on January 6th and screaming, hang Mike Pence. You know who Mike Pence is? Mike Pence was Trump's deputy. That was his vice president, whom he chose. And they ran into it screaming, hang Mike Pence. They were looking for Nancy Pelosi. They were looking for Ilhan Onan. They were looking for Ayanna Presley and Alexandria Cortez. They were looking for them to kill them. They disabled the panic buttons in their offices. Meanwhile, you have crackpots like Marjorie Taylor Greene walking around giving press conferences. At some point, we have to censor this foolishness. Uh, The best way I've read that to subdue people with these crazy ideas is not to empower them. So you don't give them a platform. You strip them off their power so that the idea dies out. We have to find who these people are and remove them from the central ideology. And I'm asking the people in Georgia, like, are you guys asleep at the switch? Do you still think that you are, are you your parents, great-grandparents, or are you born in the 20th century? Were you born in the 20th century? Or were you born in the 1900s? Because that seems to be where your thinking is. How could you allow someone like that to achieve prominence and to achieve political power? Now, what they're going to have to do about her is to call a referendum. The same people in Georgia who voted her in are going to have to call a referendum and recall her and say, we don't want her anymore to represent us. Are they going to do it under Donald Trump, who continues to seek divisiveness? Are you all hearing what I'm saying? No, you don't listen. So we're going to pay for it as usual because no one is listening. Like, how did we get here? Mitch McConnell and his racism. He hated Barack so much, he created a racist environment in which Donald Trump could proliferate. Trump is sitting in Park Avenue, his businesses are failing, and he's like, this is the perfect time for me to run for president for four years. I could live free, I could steal the money, go hide it overseas, and I would come out richer than I was before. So Trump, realizing how disfractured the Republican Party had become, took advantage of it. Isn't that what the Bible said about the Antichrist? That he would come in and say he's seeking world power, but underneath he really is just dividing? But you can't tell Christian evangelicals that because they too hated Barack Obama. Not because Barack Obama was a man who had been married for, what, three times with three different women and five children. Not because Barack Obama is someone who had declared bankruptcy, who was morally and unethically comparable to being a president. But they hated Barack Obama because of the color of his skin. One wife, two children. 
They couldn't find a baby mother. They couldn't find a lover, man, female, not male. <laughs> they couldn't find a lover. But they found plenty of scandals in Donald Trump. And they were like, yeah, we still choose him because he's white. We want a white man, an old white man up there, and he's perfect. We can control him. You can't control a crackpot. It's the same thing with Marjorie Taylor Greene. The Republican Party was in charge of Trump. They couldn't control him. They thought they could. They got him, gave him all the power in the world, and then found out they couldn't control him and were clutching their pearls like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Maybe if we're nice to him, we'll keep the beast quiet. Have you ever seen a child that is out of control? Have you ever thought that if you're nice to him, he would not do anything? No, he got worse. That's what they did to Trump. So the Democrats are now in charge. They're smarter. So they're like, you can't give this woman any power because she's not going to stop. That's what they believe. They're not going to stop believing it. They have found a niche and they're not going to stop. Now, I don't know what you all in Georgia were doing. When Trump came down there and told you to vote for this crackpot, and you all did, you, you, you can't say now after the fact that I shouldn't have done that. You did. The funny thing about these people who are claiming the elections are fraudulent is that it's only fraudulent because Donald Trump lost the national election. But those of you who were on the ticket as Republicans and you won, how come, how come you, it's not fraudulent? How come that's not? It's the same machine. Do you see how stupid this is? The same machine that tabulated the votes for Trump is the same machine that tabulated the votes for all of you all who are Republicans. You didn't say that those elections were not legitimate and they weren't fair. But you said the part of it, the part of the machine that's supposed to count the votes for Trump. How could it? And it was all on the same ticket. Are you all seeing how dumb and stupid this has become? And here is the thing. You are using it to divide the country. You are denying the facts and have stuck in your mind a belief system that doesn't work, that is stupid. I know you're using it to divide the country. Now, the Republican Party is part of the political institution of the country. We're predicated, our system is predicated on a two-party system. I don't believe personally that we'll ever have a three-party system. We're just not oriented that way. Mm, it might start, mm, people can say they're independent, they're this, they're that. You can form it, but is it likely to become mainstream? No. So the Republican Party now has become the party that has just totally disassembled itself because the people who are at the center of the party have chosen to censure people like Liz Cheney, whose father was a Republican vice president, Cindy McCain, whose husband was Senator John McCain, and others, people who fundamentally believe in what Republicanism is. This new element of the party is, is, is censuring those folks. You know why they're censoring them? They want to remove them. So the rest of the folks, so the people now, that's the leadership. What about the people who vote? Well, this is them sitting there. 2022 is coming. And I have news for you all, Republicans. It's not going to go the way you think. You really think that people are going to continue this stupidity? 
of voting these idiots in, it's not going to work. It's done. People are going to wake up and realize what a dumbery that we have done for four years. You ruined your own country. You ruined the very idea. When you all wake up and realize what you did, there's going to be some telling. I talked a few weeks ago about why it's important to impeach Trump. It's important to impeach him so that the next guy who is thinking about that, because this was a trial run, the next guy who is thinking about that won't be successful at it. That's why it's important. But the Republicans are not looking at it that way. They don't engage in long-term thinking. Had they done that, they would have never given Trump the levers of power that these people are talking about. They would never have. So they think short term. So they're thinking, I want to win. I want more seats in 2022 so I can take back control of the house, take back control of this. It ain't going to happen. In fact, you're, you're likely to lose some seats. Because if there isn't a referendum on Marjorie Taylor Greene by the end of this year, there certainly is going to be one by 2022. They're going to pull her off the ticket. Because people are going to sit back and say, this is not what we want. Joe Biden is a very smart man. He's a man who has been around a long time, and he knows how to talk to people. He knows how to talk to you and get you on his side. He's now convincing the American people. He's not telling you that Trump did it. It's obvious. He's not telling you that. Not yet. But what he is saying, we're in the midst of a pandemic. We've got to bring the country back. We've got to get rid of the pandemic. We've got to bring the economy back. And something that you all like, American dominance. You like to think that as Americans, we control the rest of the world. We're in charge. We're the big bad guy. Nobody can touch us, right? Makes you feel, yeah. So Joe Biden is giving you that back. And you're all sitting there. You voted against him. And this is you all sitting there. But he makes sense. All those folks out in Nebraska who, in the middle of winter for you, in October, and you went to see Trump and then got the corona, and Trump left you all out in the cornfield and took off on Air Force One, you're all sitting there thinking right now, I didn't have to lose anything. All of you who have lost your businesses on Main Street because of the pandemic, You're thinking you didn't have to lose anything. When you sit down and the hysteria and the mobbery of it has worn off, you're going to realize exactly what you've done. And all those fake Christian politicians and fake prophets who were all anointing Trump and telling him he must have been doused in oil all over the place and telling Trump how he was going to win. Where are you all now? Let me see. You all prophesied to him that he was going to win. Where? On God's green earth, the the facts were speaking loud and clear. It's become obvious the only way the Republicans are ever going to win a national election is by thieving. And they've started already. They have some bills on the ballot in Georgia to suppress suppress, uh, the votes of black and brown people. It ain't going to happen because guess what? Stacey Abrams is going to be the next governor of Georgia in 2022, and you're all going to have to deal with that. That's the only way the Republicans can win a national election. The Republican Party is done. If you see Kevin McCarthy 
supporting Marjorie Taylor Greene and saying, well, she shouldn't be censored. Well, she shouldn't. That tells you everything that you need to know. The party is done. And I, I for one, am totally dismayed. I looked at George Bush's face at the inauguration, and he looked somebody who was in shell shock, as he should be. He started this foolishness 20 years ago when he went to contest an election that he knew he lost in Florida, but he still did it because he was desperate for power. And he set a dangerous precedent for this crackpot to come up now and say that he can pursue an election, knowing jolly well that he lost it. He knew he lost it. How could he not lose it, friends, when the same ticket that has his name voted in everybody else? How come all their their votes were not uh, 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 illegal? The crackpot, the tomfoolery, like, are we stupid or are we stupid imbibing this stuff? That's a question you're going to find yourselves asking. And I say to all of you, we are in trouble. We are in trouble. This is not over. You think these crackpots are just going to slink away into the nether sphere and never come back? They're not going to go away. They're going to try again and try again because what you all are missing is that there's one thing that all these crackpots want. What is it? Power. The idea that they can have power and control people is exactly what is driving them. All they're looking, accelerationists, looking for a way to get in so they can control the power and do what they want to do. They're not well thought out. They're not people who think about stuff and think about, well, when we do get the power, what are we going to do with it? How are we going to relate to the people around us? No, they're not thinking about that because they don't have any sense. They don't think like that. All they're thinking about is if I get the power, I am suddenly the big man. Like the Proud Boys, I am suddenly the big man. I can just go now and control everybody and everybody will look at me and I am the one with the power. Stupid as is as stupid does. No idea how they're going to continue to hold on to power, how they're going to make money to keep the power. It's just like uh, ISIS. Remember them? The caliphate? That's what they call themselves, right? The caliphate. You remember them, right? So ISIS had this grand idea that, oh, we have the Internet. We can radicalize thousands of Muslim youth all over the world, and we can bring them here, and when they come here, we can just take over. You know what they didn't factor in? When you took over, who are you going to trade with? Are the rest of the nations of the world going to recognize you as a power force? If they don't recognize you, you can't form into trade. They didn't think that far. They just thought if they all came together and they had the guns. It never occurred to them that the guns they have would eventually what run out. And that the people who legally have the guns, like the countries of America, France, Germany, Britain, and everywhere else, that they would just make newer and better gods. (laughs) Stupid is and stupid does. So ISIS didn't factor that in. That, oh my God, if I bring all these people here, I have to have a plan to house them. I have to have a plan to feed them. They're going to want to have sex. Who are they going to have sex with? I have to have a plan for them to have sex, and then they're going to have children. Where the hospitals are going to be for the wounded? Where is the cooking for the people who need to be fed? never factored the basic humanity of wanting to use the damn bathroom in a damn desert. Never factored any of that into it. So what happened to ISIS? They disassembled. They were not organized. It's the same thing with all these fringe elements. They have not a clue 
how to run the government. They have not a clue how to run the levers of government. They don't know how to negotiate with anybody. Frankly, they wouldn't know what to do if Russia came storming across the Straits of the Bering Sea. They wouldn't know what to do. We'd have to rely on Canada to keep that stuff out. They wouldn't know how to control the border between us and Canada. Frankly, Canada would close the damn land border. That's what Canada would do. It's friendly now. They don't, you know, like they're not really patrolling. They're just like, oh, okay, they're Americans, whatever. But if America changes, Canada is going to close that land border. You think they're going to allow people in? No, they're not. I just swim across the Detroit River. Yeah, that's what I would do. You know, there's a couple of rivers around here. You could just swim across to make it over there. That's what I would do. I kid you not. They have not a clue. It's just like Donald Trump. When he won the elections that night, he was taken aback. He didn't have a cabinet. He had not a cabinet. He didn't even have a transition team to go talk to Obama. The Obama administration had to help them along with that. That's how come they had so many crackpots in the beginning. They didn't go through the process of vetting anybody, even though these processes were in the system. Crackpots have not a clue. But you all out there, you just get riled up because you just want to see a white man there. As long as a white man was there, that's all you thought about. You thought you were getting back at us? You thought you were getting over at us? You fools destroyed the country. And if we let you, you will continue to destroy the country because you don't have a damn clue how to run Jack. All these crackpots coming down out of the hills. You know, what, what, what happened to y'all? The state of Michigan right now is, got, is about to make everybody college educated. Not only are they giving free education, college education, a two-year degree to frontline workers and help towards a four-year degree, They're making it available now for all citizens of Michigan. All residents of Michigan are entitled to it now. You know why? Because you've got to get people educated. When you are educated, you have less time to sit on and think about stupid things like that. Education teaches you discipline. You know why? Man, I got to do this, but I got to work. I have to study I have to do my paper, otherwise I won't pass this grade. If I don't pass this, I will drop out of college. I will not get a good job. So it teaches you discipline. The people who survive college and get through college are, in, are disciplined. They're not loose collections of morals and ideas. Secondly, college teaches you strategic thinking. You don't realize it, but that's what they're teaching you. You strategically think. Well, I can go with my friends now and pay for it later by not submitting my paper and then going out of college. And then if I drop out of college, I'm going to become a loser by the time I'm 45 earning $15 an hour when I have $50,000 a year responsibilities. That's strategic thinking. You don't realize. Strategic thinking also helps you to make better decisions. You don't realize that. College also teaches you what? Critical thinking. That is not to say that there weren't college-educated people who were snacking on to the QAnon conspiracies. They got, there are always people like that. They got led into it because they wanted to believe something. Maybe they didn't agree with the idea of sex trafficking. Most of us don't. Maybe they thought that most of the world was into uh, child sex trafficking. Well, a lot of those people are major contributors to, to the Republican Party. Just go check. 
people who own OnlyFans websites and all that kind of stuff. Go check it out. But at the very core of it, if most people are college educated, they're going to feel what more engaged. We got to accept that the country has changed. And this has been going, this is a process of metamorphosis that we've been going on since the late 1970s, the early 80s. The country has changed fundamentally. And we are the leaders of the world. So we changed first for the rest of the world to catch up with. We changed because our economy changed. We are no longer manufacturing-based. We are no longer industrialized-based with hard labor. We're a country of services. We provide services. The growth, as they have been trying to tell you all for years now, for 15 years, is STEM. Science, technology, engineering, and medicine. Go get it. Science, technology, engineering, and medicine. That's what we do. That is where the economy is. So we all need to go get educated. So there will always be doctors, nurses, uh, physical therapists, medical assistants, physician assistants, nursing practitioners. We will always need those folks. We will always need the folks in medicine. We will always need scientists to help us combat climate change. We will always need scientists to tell us how to eat better so we live better, so we have better medicines, avoid disease fix our economy. That's what they do. Engineering to fix our infrastructure, build new infrastructure. Have you been to China and Shanghai and seen the kind of structures they have? That's what we need to do. And you need technology because we are powered by technology. The world has changed irrevocably. It's never going to go back to 1950. It certainly is not going to go back to 1850. Get over it, you Southerners. Get over it. That Bible-thumping, stupid belief where you use the Bible to beat up people, stop it. It was never God's intention. That's why he sent Jesus Christ. When the people were bawling out to God because the same idea happened. This is why the Bible says nothing new under the sun. The same thing happened. God gave them a plan to go work this plan. They used the plan to beat the people up, took the people's money, lied to the people, and then threw them out of the temple because they had their own little cottage industries set up around the temple. So if, if you go to the priest and the, say, the priest says, well, I don't like your dove. It, it, it's flawed. Then he has his buddy out there to sell you a new dove. So the people were constantly, constantly being economically oppressed. Couldn't move forward. Then came Jesus Christ. Jesus walked up in there and said, you've turned this into a den of thieves. They killed him and hung him on a tree. That's what they do to every believer, every truth seeker. They continue to do that all the time because this is all lies. All this stuff with the QAnon foolishness, it's bullshit and it's lies. And what happens when truth seekers come forward? You hang them out on a damn tree and stick them up there like they did to Barack Obama, like they did to Hillary, like they did to everybody else. Everybody who comes out against this stuff, Liz Cheney and the rest of them, you all point fingers at them. Because you want to believe the stupidity because it's easier. It's quicker. Oh, well, I guess that's just really how it happens. Because you don't want to employ and use your own brain. So if the rest of us sit back and let you think that way, we will all end up in a country like Russia where people don't have heat in their homes. Yes, that's a normal thing. Where people live in homes that are 12 people live in a 10 by 10. And the bathroom is down the hallway instead of in your apartment. That's what you all want. You want to go back to 1950. 
1850. It ain't going to happen. Not on our watch. We're not going to allow it to happen. Are you crazy? We have to move forward. The world is moving faster. This is why you all need to go get a college degree. You all need to go get educated. And when the pandemic is over, get on a darn plane, go to Tokyo and go to Shanghai. Go Go to Shanghai and go to Tokyo. See what the rest of the world looks like. Then you see America from some other viewpoint. And you're like, you know what? I want to go home. I want to protect that over there. Because as grand as some of these places look, like Shanghai and Dubai, they don't have individual freedoms like we have here. They hired people from outside to make it look that good. But the people who live there, they don't get to enjoy it. But here in America, it looks good. We all enjoy it. Yeah, let's, you know, we all just go walk down Central Park. Just, just look up at the, all the towers. You know, we can all just go downtown and just, hey, it belongs to all of us. That's the American way. Used to be until somebody named Mitch McConnell took over the Senate and determined that he was going to make the Senate the most powerful legislative body in the world where he felt he's 81, but he thought he was going to live forever. I don't know, maybe when they went to space, they brought back some kind of medicine that makes them live forever. He certainly thought so. He hated Barack Obama, not because Barack Obama had a QAnon conspiracy theory, but because of the color of his skin. That's 1950s, 1850s ideology. Are you serious? And here comes the rest of you all. You came out of the woodwork. You can't pay your mortgages because you're all going filing for bankruptcy. We all know that. You can't find food or medicine for your people, for your own families, but you could find money for guns. So you went and bought the best guns that you could to show up at the Capitol. And your houses were in foreclosure. You lost your businesses. Who was in charge, my friend, when you lost your business? Who was running the government? Let's talk about that. Who was running the government? Your choice. Who was running the government when the pandemic happened? Trump. It wasn't Joe Biden, nor Barack Obama, nor Kamala Harris, nor Michelle Obama, nor Hillary Clinton. It was Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell. They chose to ignore the pandemic because they thought it would only hurt black and brown people. And here we are. So what are you going to do about this QAnon conspiracy theory? Because we've totally debunked it. First of all, they're saying Donald Trump was going to be the Messiah to save us from sex trafficking. Seriously, he hung out with sex traffickers. He parted with Jeffrey Epstein, who was a known sex trafficker. And Ghislaine Maxwell, he referred to as a fine woman. She was the girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein, who solicited young girls and provided young girls for the pleasure of men like Jeffrey Epstein. Seriously? Think about that. You hate people so much. You hated the Secretary of State of Georgia, who is a Republican. You sent his wife explicit lewd messages. Seriously? Because he disagreed with the idea of tearing down his country's democracy. Because you were caught up in a moment. And now that the moment has stopped, you are like, well, no, it's not well. No, we can never let this happen again. 
These people are crackpots and they need to be treated as crackpots. They've been radicalized. And here's the thing. If they were radicalized by this idea, who knows what other belief systems can come in the future and radicalize them? That's as down to earth as I can get. This is Harriet Cameron. Thank you so much for joining me. And please watch us as we continue our next edition of Down to Earth. Join us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever your favorite podcast platform is. Thank you so much, everybody. Be blessed.